Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm John Taylor. You're listening to the Attacking Scrum podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Welcome to part two of the Attacking Scrum podcast. And in part two, we're going to be taking a break from the Lions, which, well, we haven't taken a break from the Lions for, I don't know, two months or so, have we? We've been talking Lions pretty much relentlessly during that time, Dan. Feels a bit naughty, doesn't it, going back onto. Uh... Well, she now it does a bit, but nonetheless, we do have a uh, we do have a Wales team on tour, so they will be heading over to New. Well, in fact, they'll be in New Zealand by now, so not too long to go until their first game, which is a Test match against Tonga on Friday. And there's been a bit of confusion on this. It's just worth kind of clarifying what time it is and etc. So if we want to set your alarm clocks for or to try and tell work you're going to be in a little bit late so it's at half past six on Friday morning and you can see the game on S4C that's more like it what a great time that's good for you isn't it catch that yeah yeah I think that's going to be ideal actually I'll I'll watch that at home before heading in yeah I thought you'd still be tucked up at that time well I would normally but yeah 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 no I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to this one as I always am to be fair yeah I know it's um we've said it a number of times though like I've been really intrigued by this tour you know this whole kind of tour while we're over in yeah while we're over in New Zealand at the same time for this game and there's you know I think last time you know four years ago when we had a a similar kind of development tour virtually the entire team was off on tour with the Lions you know there was so many gone that it was very much like an A-team tour whereas this time around it's kind of a blend of experience and youth and that's something I want to get your take on because we've got a load of comments on uh, on Facebook which I'll come on to in a minute but first of all just to recap on the side if you haven't seen it already um, we'll start with the forwards so loose head Nicky Smith Christian Dacey is hooker Tom Francis is tight head Seb Davis and Corey Hill in the row Aaron Chingler Thomas Young and Josh Navidi make up the back row and in the backs, Gareth Davis and Sam Davis at half-backs. 
The wingers are Steph Evans and Alex Cuthbert, Jamie Roberts and Scott Williams in the centre, Jamie Roberts obviously captain inside, and Gareth Anscombe uh, is playing at fullback in this game. And the replacements, Ryan Elias, Wynne Jones, Dylan Lewis, Ellis Jenkins, Ollie Griffiths, Alan Davis, Owen Williams, and Corey Allen make up the side. So I say there's been plenty of response on Facebook, so I'm going to um, I'm going to make you field some of these questions in a minute, Dan, and you've not had the chance to see them yet as well. So I feel like it'll almost take the uh, the form of a post-match press conference. Uh, so yeah, you could, you'll be in full-on Robin McBride tin hat mode. And uh, but before we do that, it'd just be good to kind of get your get your take on that side. Good side, strong side. Um, good balance between experience and, and, and youth, isn't it? Um, you're obviously going to hit me with some questions. I was going to say, don't look at me for support here. You know, I'm, I'm guessing uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of chat about. You know, we want to see more. You know, more uh, uh, more of the experienced boys playing, which I get. More of the experienced boys. The in, in, inexperienced, in, in, in okay. you know, debuts, etc. All right, um, should, we, should we put you out of your misery and give on. you... All right, so the first one, first comment is from Di Jones. So, yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for messaging us, Di. Good to see a summer... And this is obviously an, an ironic tone. Good to see a summer tour where they bring in the younger players, especially our backline yawning emoji. Uh, why, don't, why don't we give test match experience to players like Corey Allen and Owen Williams? So both of those are on the bench. Do you think they should be starting? What would you have done? Because it's a development tour, I, I would I would start them. I, otherwise, we're going to be in the same position again, aren't we? Where we've taken a load of the boys away, and you know, and they haven't, uh, and we don't get any game time unless they do bring them on. Definitely on about yeah. the fifth, on about the fifty-fifth minute, irrespective of the scoreline. So if that happens, but that's the old that's the old substitution by numbers thing, which we're always bemoaning that yeah, we, pre-prescribed yeah. substitutions typically. But it, but in a development tour, that by the very nature of it, we, we, we need to be developing people, and you know that that side there, um, it's it's we're going out for the win, aren't we? The coaches staff have been quick to say this isn't a development tour as well, and that they are out there to win. So just before I get on to the next question. How important is it that they go out and win this test match? I don't think it. I don't think it, it, it massively matters on a on a development tour. We need to give players experience at playing at this sort of level, um, and you know they will get experience just from being in and around the camp, won't they? And uh, you know, holding the tackle bags and things. But Owen Williams, you know, we all want to see what he can do, don't we? You know, Corey Allen, it'd be great to see how he goes. We do. But, I mean, you can't pick everyone, though, right? And we've been saying for a long time we wanted to see Sam Davis in the Welsh shirt rather than getting five minutes here and there. And he's got the nod at outside half. Yeah, I mean, there is some... There's, it's quite exciting in some ways, I suppose, seeing, you know, Sam Davis team up with, you know, team up with Scott and, uh, and Jamie. We've, we've been wanting to see that, haven't we, for some time. Could be electric. Steph Evans... You know, gets uh, you know gets gets a chance about time as well. Um, Anscombe is an is an exciting player, isn't he? I think at fullback, he's never a fullback for me. That's the one selection actually. Aside on, I don't see the point in picking him at fullback. Who would you? I mean, I've had Dan Evans out there on tour personally, but you know, no one's gonna. They're not they're not gonna give Dan Evans a crack now. He's twenty nine thirty. 
No, although other players who were older were, were, were called up, weren't they? Which is bizarre. And Phil Dolman, yeah. Yeah, but um, no, quite. He's um, he's quite exciting. He is quite an exciting. I, I agree. I agree. Fluid, fluid player, isn't he? Makes air, makes 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 a lot of errors when he's put under pressure. Um, so we'll see how he goes. But it's I, for, for me, we, we we're definitely going out there to win, and you can't. With that team, you know, I suppose you, how can you go on tour? You don't want to go on tour expecting to lose, do you? But we want to see some 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 new combinations, really. All right, next question then. This is from another die. This is die croak this time, and his comment is same old. There are only three caps in the starting fifteen. Cuthbert, for fuck's sake. Start with the start with the three caps. Should there be more? The three the three new caps, by the way, just to recap for want of a better expression, are Steph Evans, Seb Davis and Thomas Young. It's... I'm enjoying watching you squirm here, Dan. This is good. Yeah, well, the, the, the questions are quite, they're quite similar, aren't they, in a way, but worded, worded a little bit differently. I mean, with the, with the pack, with, um, with Seb coming into the second row, I think you've got to be a little bit careful with playing too many, you know, too many inexperienced players even you in a pack. Um, up against up against you know the likes of this side, so I, I don't think we were ever going to see too many changes there. But in the backs, I think that's where a lot of people expected to see some change, um, and we've seen quite a, we've seen a, we've seen all these players play before, haven't we? We know what we know what Cuthbert can do. Yes, he's been on fire and he deserves to be there, but we know we know what he can do when he's playing at his best. Um, would you have gone for Keelan Charles? Yeah, would have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we know what Cuthbert can do. Steph Evans has to be involved. Yeah. So how exciting would it have been? Steph Evans on one wing, Keelan on the other. That's what we all thought it would have been, didn't we? Well, I'm not surprised they pick up. I can kind of see the logic in picking Cuthbert because he's taken so long to get back to form and then he's had a great couple of a great couple of months. You kind of almost don't want him to stop playing. No, but he's been given chance after chance and uh, now he has finally, you know, he came very good toward, you know, with the last sort of six six games of the season. But Keelan you know, Keelan deserves deserves a chance. Yeah, I mean, I would I would pick Keelan Giles. Right? The, the only other argument is potentially balance. So you know, Steph Evans isn't a big ball carrying winger in the mould of Alex Cuthbert. He's more of a what's the word? You know, he's a he's a finisher and he's a stepper. So yeah, but you know, do you want a bit of balance in your wingers? Well, yeah, but then if you look at the centre partnership there with Scott and Jamie, I mean, we've got two bulls there, haven't we? Oh, yeah, Scott's um, more than that. I, yeah, I, know, I know he is. I yeah. know, no, I know he's definitely got more than that. I'm a massive fan of, of, of his, but he is a big, big man, isn't he? Yeah. The legs on him are, you know, absolute tree trunks, but there's, there's power there. I, um, I just think it would have been lovely to see those two busting up and then Giles, you know, coming in off the wing with yeah. Steph Evans because he work, they're both hard workers, aren't they? They both read the game really well. Love taking the little offloads and, and, and going through, Cuthbert. Yes, he can do that. But um, I think we've uh, we all would have loved to have seen uh, young uh, young Giles there. Yeah, no, I, I would have definitely. And again, he's a player I get really excited watching. Yeah. And you'd be happy, you know. You've seen England uh, last week. You know, game you mentioned when we were on air on Sunday. Um, you know, kind of a real thriller. And you saw. Um, uh, the the winger Denny Solomona yeah. had you know a howler in defence but absolutely <laughs> yeah. electric in attack and you always think well that's the game to do it you know if we have if you have Keelan Giles and he goes out you know he misses a few tackles but he grabs two tries it kind of doesn't matter in a game like that really those are the games where we want to see okay 
they were given a chance at the international level. A, you know, did, did they take it? Did they play okay? Are they worthy of another chance? Or were they absolutely not at that level? And I just don't want us to come back from this tour having not seen these players. I mean, England, Eddie, you know, it's a third, you know, third yeah. string team, isn't it? And he chucks them all in there. They've got an 18-year-old playing in the pack. I mean, it's brave. And boy, was he good. Exactly. I mean, yeah, this this is it. You know, it's very ballsy decisions and not something that we've kind of seen replicated in the Welsh side. So, yeah, a lot of those points that we've just touched on there were also raised by uh, Craig Gilligan, who's got in touch with us. Um, mentioned that about it being a development tour and, and where is Giles, you know, Cuthbert regaining form, etc. And uh, one point in specific that he's, he's kind of said here is what's the point in playing Navidi and Shingler now this almost feels like it's directed squarely at you Dan because you're a big advocate of both of those players what is the point of playing Navidi and Shingler in these games well Shingler is Shingler you've got to remember he's 29 so he can he can still feature he can still feature for Wales in, in, in the World Cup so uh, you know I think he, 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 he should definitely be involved plus We've got to look at uh, the line-outs. We've got to win ball. And then, you know, we've got to win ball, otherwise we're not going to see what the backs can do. Yeah. So he, he's, he's rightly there. Navidi, I am, a big, I am a big fan of his in terms of a club player because he gives everything, but he is a club player. Um, but at number eight, we're... we're, we're right yeah, who, who, who can we play there? If you, if, you put, if you put someone in there that isn't a number eight, they will absolutely get found out. I would say that with... I don't know, I... Um... Having had a chance to think about it, I think Will Boyd could have done a job at eight. And, you know, obviously we've not seen, we've seen a, enough of him this year in a, in a good Scarlet side. Uh, I'd be half tempted to have had a look at that. Oh, and if he was in... If he was in the squad. In the squad, yeah, yeah. And someone else who's not in the squad, and we go, we mention it every single time, and I'd be tempted to play him at position, James Davis. Yeah, James, and this, yeah. Is, this is something that, um, that Daniel Blakemore Shaky has mentioned on Facebook as well. So this is the last of your comments, Dan. And then you can kind of yeah. relax a bit more. Um, he says, yeah, no James Davis is a disgrace. This is why we're going backwards. Same old faces for a meaningless game. If you can't blood new talent now, then when can you? Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with... with sorry, what was the chap's name? Uh, Daniel Blackmore Shaky. With, that's a fantastic name as well. I don't know whether Shaky's his actual name or yeah, not. But, but sorry, Blakemore it is as well. Sorry, Blakemore. Daniel Blakemore Daniel Shaky. Blakemore, yeah, I totally, totally agree with him. We... We've uh, we haven't we haven't signed that uh, petition, but I think it was put in, if it was put in front of us, we would. Have, yeah. he, he he should be there. He's he's an incredible player, and do you know what? He is someone that could that could probably stay. If there was anyone that you pop in at eight, it would probably be him, just because he's got he's got it upstairs. He's yeah. such a cute, clever player, massively deceptively strong as well. Um, that yeah, I. He probably just about hold his own, maybe against against Tonga. But I think he would, you know. He's, he's so clever, yeah. And he can carry, and he's got so much nice at the breakdown, and he's great with ball in hand. I don't know. I'd have been tempted to have a play around with it. It's, it's, it's difficult though. Being you know, a lot of a lot of eights would probably say, "Well, hang on a minute. If you you know if you haven't played eight, then you know you can you can be you can be cruelly exposed." And yeah, but, I mean, Navidi, Navidi what? 18 months two years ago had never really played eight had he he'd always been he was an open yeah. side by trade and then moved to blind side because yeah. of because uh, of Warbs and Jenkins had, yeah he had to play there didn't he because they, they were short and he, and he did, he did alright yeah. I mean coming back to you know, Murph's comment of you know Baker should Baker be involved again it is a, it is a development tour um, Baker you know he's on a he's on a central contract isn't he um, would he benefit from a tour like this of course he would wouldn't he how could he not 
Um, you know, he's a young, he's a young number, youngish number eight. So, the the a lot of these questions probably we what well, we wouldn't be they wouldn't be coming to you know coming towards me at the moment if uh, if we if we got the squad selection right. And it is an utterly bizarre Wales touring side, isn't it, for a development tour? Now, obviously, they've come out and say it's not a development tour. Well, what yeah. is it? What is it then? <laughs> it's really, really quite strange, isn't it? It's kind of. I mean, the thing is, I was very up for a balance. You know, I, I think we said, whenever it would have been two months ago when we did our podcast predicting which players would make the tour or which players we wanted to make the tour, that you wanted that level of experience in the pack so you get some good ball and you can experiment with a few variations behind the scrum, which, as we all know, is where Wales have been so poor over the last, you know, certainly any kind of um, level of invention behind the scrum. And what you've ended up with is a pack with naff all experience in it. And, you know, the likes of Jamie Roberts and Scott Williams and Alex Cuthbert in the backs. Yeah. Absolutely. It's completely, it's completely confused, isn't it? I mean, maybe you would have liked to have seen, you know, um, a completely, almost a, a completely new back line then. Yeah. yeah. But with, but with a, you know, a, a, a pretty sort of hard-edged, a hard-edged pack of forwards that are actually going to win us the ball and then we can see what the backs can do or, well, you can't really do it the other way around, can you? But, um, do you think this comes back to the coaches being um, fearful of losing? So they're literally trying to. They've got themselves in a bit of a, a bit of a state and, and, a, and a confused, and it's come out in these bizarre selections. I think it's just down to the fact that I mean, there's obviously some confusion around this tour because you've had two coaches drop out it's, it's for a, one, which is really odd. It's comical, isn't it? Yeah, and it would be under much more scrutiny if it wasn't during the Lions summer. And that, for me, is the big thing, where you just think, actually, this is the one opportunity where Wales will play a test match and half the country won't even know what the bloody result is. Yeah, but, it's, uh, but the tours are so important, aren't they? Because it'll be a massive I agree, they are. opportunity. And, a, and, a, and it already is beginning to look that way in, in, in a lot of positions, isn't it? Um, we've also seen players, haven't we, not wanted to go, which is interesting. I know they've... They put it on the family, yeah, that is interesting. You wonder, you wonder you know, is, is that is all that in the same position or, as well? Yeah, or, or just not interested in going. Um, what, what's something I wanted to ask you, Jed? I'm going to fire a question over to you, please do. Um, makes a change. I always yeah. feel like I'm the one doing the questions on yeah. this. Yeah, no, I'll try and get a few more with you now. So, Jamie Roberts, yeah, yeah. Is, is tour captain. I know you weren't too happy with that. I said I was... Did I say that? I think you said you would have had somebody else in as tour captain. Or maybe that was Dan. Yeah, I, may, maybe. Actually, you wouldn't have been my captain. No. No, I don't think I, you would have been. I was quite happy with it because I think it would have given, you know, given him a lift after the, the negative yeah. he's showing the Lions. But I'm of the thinking that on a tour, on a development tour, yeah. you don't have to actually play because you're, you're, your role as a captain, you're, you're, deve- you're there to develop others, yeah? So I'd be happy if I was coach for him not to start... What what do you what do you think on that? I'm actually keen to see him have a game of rugby. I think you know, I, if you're going to take Jamie Roy, if you're going to make Jamie Roberts captain, he's got to play. I probably would have left him at home. I think I think you'd have had enough experience with with Scott Williams there in the centre. I think that. So he would have been. Your I captain, think Jamie. Sorry, Scott would have been your captain. I think either Scott, if he started, or if Ellis Jenkins started, I'd have been tempted to have a look at him as well. I think he's got so much potential as a leader. Um, but as we know, that back row is a is a very very competitive area. I 
I thought Ellis Jenkins was going to go as cap- as captain, to be honest. And I thought he was going to go as blindside with a Tom Young style figure alongside him. So, um, yeah, no, I think if I was looking at that, I'd have probably given Jamie the summer off just because he's played a hell of a lot of rugby. But while he's out there, I really hope he goes well. Um, as captain, don't know, Scott, Scott, I could... I think you can make a stronger argument for Scott to be captain. He's done pretty well when he's captain Scarlets, hasn't he? So yeah. He knows what he's he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I just feel with with Jamie that we could have um, we could have used him, or, you know, his experience sort of behind the scenes as well. I don't think he would have had to, you know, like a touring captain there. That he used yeah. To, he used to have of old. Um, because he's captain now, it looks as if these coaches will, you know, they'll start him every, you know, they'll start him every single game, and the centres is where we have. A lot of people have been critical then of the Welsh centre partnerships, and there, that that is somewhere where we've, we've we would love to see some other people have a have a chance, have an opportunity. Um, I mean, you've said a number of times that you'd like to see Jamie Roberts with a more creative fly half inside him, and you've kind of got that. You know, Sam Davis will stand a lot flatter, and you might see Jamie Roberts crashing through a few gaps rather than just kind of. Just smashing into a brick wall all the time. I think we will on this, and that's part. It's uh, it's a little uh, a little strange saying this, but I, I I believe that partnership will work well on this tour. I think it worked very very well. And then it comes back to you know coaches will say look we got it right, but we can't we can't shy away from the the, the fact that we're not we're not seeing other people play. Then are we? You, you know if they run in three or four tries, you know man match performances. We still need to then make a big, you know, make the right decision and give a, you know, give another another two players a go in the centre. If we lose, we lose. It doesn't matter. No, I think that's a fair point, and I guess that brings us on to uh, that brings us on to the big question: is will we win with this side? I think we will win. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm quite confident we'll uh, we'll actually go pretty well in this. We're notorious slow starters, though. I haven't played a game of rugby for quite a while. We are, but um, you know, there's a good there's a good group of uh, of Scarlet's boys there, isn't there? That'll be uh, still still riding high after their uh, their fantastic season, back end of the season or season in in, in general. Um, there's a, I think there's enough experience there really to to see us through. I think it'll be uh, I'm hoping it'll be relatively comfortable. Okay, yeah, well, I hope so too, and. You know, one thing we we do know for sure is it's going to be physical. So, the players like Roberts and and Scott Williams, who are you know big physical presences, you can expect to see a lot of them. You know, I think Shingler will get pretty stuck in, and particularly with that lack of experience in the second row. And you know, Corey Hill's not necessarily an enforcer of a second row. He's probably a bit more athletic. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how, to see how that that forward battle takes place. Yeah, I'm really intrigued to see. Again, how, uh, Daisy's uh, Daisy's not your most um, powerful of of hookers, is he? He's more of a more of a footballer and a bit more of a you know quick. kind of he's quick and mobile. Power, and, he's, he's, a, he's, he's is he not big though? Yeah, he's quite a powerful, quite a powerful chap. He's former back row boy. Um, I'm I'm excited to see how Sad plays. Um, I think we all have. We've seen so little of yeah. it. The young boy, in, young boy in the second row. Um, he's got a fairly good reputation, though, isn't he? Um, Shingler, I think, is going to is going to have a big uh, a big tour. 
um, and he'll become probably integral to the you know to the tour. To be honest, I think we'll. I don't know whether we'll see him drop, be dropped. Um, I think he'll, he'll go that well. What um, on this tour or yeah, on, the, yeah. On, the, on the tour? Yeah. No, I think he'll start both games. Now he started in the first. Uh, I just hope we get to see as many players as possible playing in you know in the, in their in their actual positions. And uh, that's all. That's all. I think all of us as Welsh fans want to see is we want we need more strength and depth. We don't want to come back from this tour having seen the same old players play, and uh, that'll be a complete failure, won't it? It, was, it, it will. Yeah. I would say of results, really. Yeah. No, I, I completely understand where you're coming from, and it's it's really really difficult. I think striking that balance because we've all been to games at the Millennium on a Friday night where we've played Fiji or Canada or someone like that. And they've made wholesale changes. You've got 15 new players in there. And we've either scraped through by the skin of our teeth or we've lost or drawn. Mm. And we've learned nothing. So I do think you need a, a solid platform with a few tried and tested combinations. Yeah, but these aren't, these aren't the autumn internationals, are they? Like that's, they are very, very different because we're, we're, you know, we are, we've got one eye on the Six Nations. Mm. I, th- I just think these summer, these summer trips, you know, these summer... Uh, uh, you know, get-togethers then um, are for. Um, no, I agree. It's a balance, but you know, you're not yeah. going to want to play in a back in a back division where you've got a pack that has never played together before. You know, th- I just think you do need a, a good balance, and I think what we've ended up with here is a pretty inexperienced pack. You know, front row aside, you, you've got you know Corey Hill's had a handful of caps off the bench. Seb Davis has had a handful of appearances for the Blues. And then you've got very little test experience in the back row. You've got a new cap. Shingler hasn't played for five years. And Josh Levy's got one cap there. So Yeah, it's not easy, is it? No, it's not easy. I, I, yeah, I guess for me, I'd like to see a bit more experience up front. And then I'd like to see Sam Davis linking up with, um, with a, few more, a few more exciting players in the back. So good to see Owen, Owen and... I'd like uh, to see Owen get some game. I'd like to see Owen get some yeah. game time either at centre or or at, uh, at 10 the other thing that's worth noticing is there's no second row cover on the bench so Ellis Jenkins and Ollie Griffiths are both on the bench you know what will happen there which means Shingler will have to play in the row yeah. yeah so uh, yeah that'll be an interesting one right then just to finish in some <laughs> uh, some news that I guess links us back to the Lions but also doesn't and that's that Lee Halfpenny unlikely to to sign a new contract uh, with Toulon this is news that's come from uh, everyone's favourite eccentric rugby club owner, Marad Bujalal, and it looks now increasingly likely that he will leave Toulon in the summer. First question, any chance he might come back to Wales? It's unlikely now, isn't it, after uh, Cardiff couldn't, uh, you know, couldn't clinch that deal. Apparently yeah. it, was, it, was, it was absolutely there for the taking, wasn't it? Um, a little bit of stupidity, I think. Um, on whose behalf? Well, it, it the WIU, wasn't it? They wouldn't agree to uh, the, the thing. Was there was an argument, wasn't there, over over a couple, I think eight, six or eight weeks, yeah. you know, two months? It just seems madness to get a, a you know Lee Halfpenny back. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we'll see him in Wales. No. Okay, where can you see him in the France or England? England. Really? Yeah, I can see him in can see him in England now. Um, he may end up going to one of the other French clubs because he'll be. This will be very. Well, I mean, he's, he's on good money. Isn't he something like the third biggest yeah. earner in the top fourteen? I think. Yeah, I mean, he'll still he'll he'll, he'll pick up good money though, won't he? Whether it, whether it's in France or England, 
um, he'll get a lot of interest. So I just don't think we we, we can compete, can we? We we gave it our all before, and um, he was going to come back, but he was messed around, so that's going to be in the back of his mind. I think England probably. Where do you think? Yeah, I I don't know. I really don't know. Actually, I think money wise, I could see him staying out in France, maybe a a move to to Paris to. Um, you know, to a a Racing ninety two or whatever they're called these days, and you know something like that could work while they still exist anyway. You know, with botched yeah. mergers and whatnot. But yeah, I also I get your point. You know, if he wants to be a bit closer to home, feels like Bath is the uh, yeah. is the natural place for for Welsh expats to to go now, isn't there? Obviously, Toby's there, Rhys Priestland's there. I wonder if he's had a Alan Brew's there. He's been on the phone to them. Quite possibly, yeah. Not the Dragons there. <laughs> uh, it's been an eventful enough week the Dragons so a new head coach has been named so Bernard Jackman yeah. has, um, has been named which has been you know kind of released in the press this week uh, press conference to follow next week I believe and uh, yeah we'd love to we'd love to catch up with Bernard as well so we'll try and see if we can get him on the podcast at some point that would be fantastic but uh, yeah it's it's an interesting one you know clearly a statement of intent from the Welsh Rugby Union that they want to now that they are in charge of the Dragons they want to move things on and they feel like freshening up the coaching staff is one way of doing that they yeah. want to keep Kingsley's skills within within the union so he's going to be working with with Paul Turner on the Exiles project yeah I think that's a great role for, for Kingsley isn't he he's kind of part of me feels a bit for a Kings, yeah. I have to say because you know I, know I know he's not the most popular figure in the world at Rodney but part of me feels for him a bit because he's he's been there it's almost been a thankless task being head coach of the Dragons yeah I mean it's, it, was, it literally was mission impossible for him wasn't it and um, he's aware that as much as anything they just need a new a new figurehead a new voice a new person someone that looks different um, so he's he's taken that and he's luckily he's got a good role now isn't he and he'll, he'll, I think he'll enjoy that role It'd be something different for him. Um, but Jackman, so I've spoken to a few people um, that have uh, that have done a bit with him and um, they talk very, very highly of him. Very, very highly. So I think that's a, a really good appointment, actually. I think it'll make a big difference. He's got a lot of energy as well, hasn't he? A point to prove. And he seems up for it. Really up for the challenge. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So lots of changes afoot uh, to the Dragons. And as we've uh, already alluded to, plenty of changes in there in the Wales side for uh, for Friday so lots to look forward to this weekend with that along with the Lions so yeah hell of a hell of a weekend of rugby coming up uh, get your excuses in with your with your other halves pretty uh, pretty sharpish and uh, yeah we'll look forward to hearing from you next week if you do want to get in touch with us uh, it's always appreciated so you can do so at Attacking Scrum on Twitter and you can search for us on Facebook so make sure you give us a like and uh, keep up with the latest news on there and if you want to leave us a review do so on iTunes and we'll be sure to give you a shout out thanks for listening and we'll catch up with you next week Sports Social Podcast Network